Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You know, Allen's looked healthy all week. He's really had a good week of practice. We're excited to get him back. He's a big part of our offense and we've really missed having him out there they're just a bigger a bigger target for the quarterback an excellent route runner you know that but uh, there's a variety of reasons i think when you look at the production but just having his presence out there benefits our offense and just a real high-end player that's going to give us a big boost we're back with more of the bet rivers sportsbook pregame show on sports radio 670 the score with molly patrick manley and olin Krutz. brought to you by bet rivers sportsbook official sportsbook of the chicago bears download the bet rivers sportsbook app today oh yeah we've got olin Krutz and patrick manley and we just heard from brian pace he is the spot holder for trace armstrong is that what we're calling him these days i don't know he's the general manager <laughs> Once and maybe future, current and maybe still. Uh, let's get out to the guest hotline. We are delighted to welcome in uh, our dear friend Dan Pompey. He joins us on the score hotline presented by Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Dan, you, you mentioned him in your story, and there he is denying that he interviewed already for the job. Hey, Dan, how are you? <laughs> hey, guys. Good to be with you tonight. Well, you know, here's here's what I could tell you about this uh, situation with Trace Armstrong. Uh, first of all, the Bears have not been talking with him about joining them yet. Uh, that doesn't yeah. mean that they will not talk with him about joining them at some point. Uh, I think, uh, you know, they're, they're not at that juncture yet where they're doing those sorts of things. Uh, what juncture are they at? Well, they're at the juncture where they're discussing discussing things internally about the direction of the team and where they're likely to go. And, uh, you know, what could happen between now and the end of the season obviously could affect things. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I still maintain, as I wrote a while ago, that Trace Armstrong would be a great hire for them, especially in a position uh, that's kind of elevated in the organization, uh, where you put him in a spot that he can hire other people. He could hire a general manager, decide if the general manager stays or goes, hire a head coach, you know, and, and be in charge of everything in football. He's a guy, you know, who obviously has a great feel for what it means to be a bear and the history of the organization and, and also really has a good feel for what the front office is like now from having represented Matt Nagy. And uh, in addition to that, he's got uh, a great knowledge of who's out there and what coaches are available, what they're like, what general managers are available. Um, nobody knows these things better than one of the most powerful agents for coaches and general managers in the league. So, Dan, you sound like you're a big fan of Trace Armstrong. I am. 
I yeah. absolutely am. Yeah. <laughs> then what do you see going forward for the rest of this year then? If if they go out and lay an egg tonight, lose big, whatever, how do you see the Bears, you know, dealing with this whole situation? You know, the, the writing is on the wall, in my opinion, and how do you see them dealing with this? Well, you know, I think if you're, if you're saying, you know, if they, they keep losing and Matt Nagy is gone, uh, their decision just comes down to whether or not they want to uh, wait until the entire string is played out, all 17 games, or if they want to get rid yeah. of him a little earlier and take advantage of the new rules that enable them to go out and start interviewing people. Um, you know, if they are changing general managers as well or hiring another person who would be essentially another layer in management, you know, that adds another dimension to the whole thing that uh, even if they're interviewing people, you know, maybe uh, they're not prepared to really uh, act or, or even take that information in completely until they have the other spots filled. Hey, Dan, let's set our plane back down in Lambeau Field tonight with the <laughs> Uh, with these Bears, I seen that your uh, post game comments that I found really interesting with the young players on the Bears team. What do you want to see happen with some of these young guys they have? Kokomet, Tevin Jenkins, Justin Fields, even a Eddie Jackson, even a Eddie Goldman. Uh, what are you looking for the rest of this year and starting with tonight? Yeah, I think these guys are all, they have to look at it like they're in improvement mode. You know, I, I think they all have to look at this as an opportunity and not to even just the young players. I mean, everybody, uh, you guys know, you know, uh, e even if uh, your team is struggling, you're still playing for your resume. And, you know, you've got some players out there who are, who are in their contract year. You've got players uh, whose futures are uncertain. And then you've got young players who are trying to show that they are worthy of the, uh, the spots that they have or, you know, they might be playing for entirely different people next year. There, there might be a new general manager, a new head coach, new position coach. So uh, even though this is a game that, you know, looks like uh, it's pretty one-sided and, and the Bears don't have a lot of incentive, I think individually there's big incentive for everybody involved in the Chicago Bears. Tevin Jenkins, you mentioned, uh, is one of the young players. He, um, he apparently decorates a mean tree that's pretty much all we really know about him um and i know listen the small things matter don't get me wrong but was that not was that not a little bizarre that whole thing and what, what does that mean for the guy moving forward yes, what does that mean well you know, I, I mean... did you decorate the tree oh uh, man just the star <laughs> well, hey, if, if, if Tegan, Tevin looks as good in his Christmas sweater as Olin does, you know, he's going to be here a long time. Uh, but, no, I think, uh, you know, all joking aside, I mean, this is a, this is a, a kid who uh, could be vital to the future of the franchise. As, if he is, in fact, a left tackle, and, and, you know, nobody knows that yet, certainly hasn't played a down at the position in, in the NFL, um, you know, that's, that's a, big, a big hole that's filled. Uh, but I think it's important that he gets a chance to play at the position, you know, in these remaining games. Um, and, and, I mean, even I, I wouldn't mind seeing him at right tackle either. I mean, you just have to, you have to give this kid some experience. I know, you know, there apparently is, is some kind of uh, 
concern about giving him too much too soon because he's missed all this time. Um, but, you know, if, if the kid can play, he can play. You know, I, I think uh, I, I wouldn't worry too much about a guy who you thought was going to be a first-round pick in terms of throwing him out too soon if he's healthy. Danny, you're talking about evaluating the young players, and we mentioned one of the names was Cole Komet, and he obviously had a really poor game last week. I'd love to get your take on him so far as a bear and as, you know, have you been encouraged or did last week, you know, kind of hurt you a little bit about his, his evaluation or what, what do you see with Cole Komet? Yeah, I mean, it was a bad game, but I think, you know, I, I personally I'm not overreacting to it because I think mm-hmm. he, he's done a lot of things. I mean, you know, he hasn't had a ton of opportunities, you know, hasn't had the ball thrown to him a whole lot. Uh, but I think for the most part, when he's been given those opportunities, he's done pretty well. And I think he's got potential for growth. Um, sometimes you really don't grow until you get more chances, though, too. And, um, you know, is, is he ever going to be a guy like uh, uh, Jace, uh, or uh, Travis Kelsey or, you know, a guy who, who's like one of the league leaders, Darren Waller? He's not that dynamic of an athlete who, who is going to fill that kind of role, but I think he can be a guy who impacts you in a lot of ways because of his ability to block and his toughness. And, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not down on him. I, I think uh, it was just a tough game last week. Dan, we were talking about earlier the kind of game plan we would like to see from the Chicago Bears tonight, specifically on defense. Uh, what do you want to see from them? How do you want to see them attack the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, that's a tough one, Owen. Um, I mean, you know, I think first of all, you know, you have to deal with, with Devontae and how are you going to stop him. I mean, they've got a really good running game, too, with two running backs who can, who can hurt you. And, uh, you know, I, I know they're, they're down a little bit in terms of their, their number of weapons, which is good because the Bears obviously have limited uh, coverage people who, who are highly skilled. So, so that part of it plays into their, their hands. You know, they've got uh, an inexperienced guy at left tackle, um, you know, that, that uh, has played pretty well, though, in his opportunities in, in, uh, uh, in Nijman. So, um, you know, that is a, a potential area where the Bears hope to exploit, obviously, with Robert Quinn. But, you know, you're not going to blitz this guy. I mean, that's crazy. He'll kill you. So I, I, uh, well, I, I kind of throw my hand. What, what did you guys say? How, how do you play the Green Bay <laughs> Packers? Out? I quit. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I, I mean, you just proved me. I, I said go after him, man. Send it, send everybody. So you just said, told, called me crazy, which isn't the first time, to be honest, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, d- does anybody have any success doing it that way against him? I mean, well, you know. well, they haven't be, they haven't had success anyway. Yeah. So well, we were saying I, we were saying with that toe injury, uh, uh, should I, I think you should just go after him? Go after him? Not obviously not every down, not all the time, but at some point. You're just going to keep adding one more than they can pick up. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to, you know, your hope would be that you maybe uh, do some things that confuse them up front Mm -hmm. and you get a guy free. uh, And, and, you know, the problem is can you you pay the bill on the back end, though? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, uh, because, you know, one one slip up and it's seven for them. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, they, they've got – I mean, the, the Bears have a problem on the back end, period, end of story. And we can pick apart who should be the GM all you want, but the current guy didn't do a great job of giving them much cover. 
and you know, thinking that Kendall Vildor was going to be the answer and then finding out he wasn't was a real shock to the system for him. And I think that that's been – but I'm kind of with Olin now because what else are you going to do? What, what else – you know, I've, I, I know how good he is, but I don't care what quarterback you're talking about. They're not as good uh, uh, under pressure as they are when they're not. And if he's in any way compromised in terms of his ability to move, why not find out immediately? Well, I think that'll, yeah, that'll probably be pretty evident early. Mm-hmm. And if he is, maybe you adjust your game plan a little bit and do some things if, uh, if Rodgers cannot move. Obviously, he didn't practice uh, most of the week uh, until Friday. So maybe that's an indication that, that he's still hurting a little bit. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, the other thing you have to do that we, we, talk, we talk about on the show every week, we've talked about it ever since Pat and I have been on the show, is <laughs> you want to establish the run. Mm-hmm. And uh, try to keep it out of their hands a little bit as much as you can, and you know ride your horse in Montgomery, and, and Herbert too, and and uh, you know let them let them uh, do their thing as much as you can. And big picture wise, I'm guessing we have some Packers fans listening in, but big picture wise, how good are the Packers to you in the NFL in, in the NFL with all these other great teams out there? I mean, they get Bakhtiari's probably coming back, Jair Alexander's uh, Jair Alexander's probably coming back, Zadarius Smith might be coming back. How good are they to you, and where do you rank them up there? Uh, to me, I think they are going to be the Super Bowl favorite in the NFC going into the playoffs. Uh, like you say, they, they've got three of their best players who've missed you know, a good portion of the season who are coming back. And uh, they, they've, they've done so well without them. You know, um, Obviously, Rodgers' health is a factor. You know, he might be playing and not be himself. So we'll have to monitor that over tonight and the next few weeks. Um, but, you know, it, it's, a, it's a really, it's a solid team, I think. And, and, uh, and you add Bakhtiari, you add, uh, you know, Jair, and you add Zadarius. I mean, you know, I, I don't know that there's anybody that's any better than them. And I think they're a team that, that could peak late. Who'd you pick? Did you really have to ask? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just How getting ready to it? ask all of it. Uh, okay, I've got Packers 33, Bears 19. But, you know, if the, if the Bears blitz, I've got Packers 43, Bears 19. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right, Dan. Thank you, Dan buddy. Dan likes a That's slow great. death. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. See you, buddy. Olin, it's your turn. What uh, What's your thoughts? All right. I got the Bears tonight. 27-24. Justin Fields comes out. They can't stop Montgomery and Herbert. Justin Fields hits Mooney for a touchdown. couple touchdowns. Allen Robinson, we get the takeaways. Eddie Jackson shows up again. Quinn dominates his matchups. Bears win tonight. Line just dropped to eight. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> well, wow. Dan, Dan shot holes in my game plan, obviously. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I love it, though. Good for you. That is uh, – hope you're not taking that to the pick. Okay. <laughs> Great stuff, Olin. That's uh, gutsy you. I the, mean, return, you really... the return on that pick, pick is pretty big, though, so you might want to take yeah. it to the bank. You never know. You never know. It, do you think it's – I mean, is it your game plan? Do you really believe that they'll do what you're talking about, or is it 
you know, what what this, element of it this, from a football uh, reason? This coaching yep. staff, no, I don't believe they'll do uh, what 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 I hope they would do. Um, right. I, the, the element is, is really just Justin Fields in Pittsburgh, uh, the way they looked there, okay. the way he looked on that last drive. Um, I'm hoping they get him in rhythm, and, and I'm hoping he has a big game. Great stuff. All right. That is uh, that's a happy way to leave it right there. We're going to be right back. We'll talk about uh, maybe we'll get into some Christmas tree decorations, something like that. <laughs> it is the uh, it's the pregame show. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. If uh, Olin Krutz is correct, we got Patrick Manley. We'll get his pick. And it is presented by Bet Rivers official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kevin, you can tell what kind of individual he is, you know. The rookies put up the tree in in their meeting room, you know. You should see what that tree looks like, you know. It's a beautiful tree. It's decorated, right? Well, that's just what you say. It doesn't matter. Everything matters, man. When you talk about that, that tells you what kind of individual he is, you know, where, you know, everything is on point. Everything is detailed, you know. That's the kind of student he is. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. Oh boy, yes, it is the pregame show with Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers, the official sportsbook of the Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today and. Um, it's fascinating there to hear from uh, Juan Castillo, the offensive line coach. He's telling you, I guess he's trying to say that the would-be left tackle has a meticulous nature and that he is going to be paying a close attention to detail, and that is evidenced by the decoration of the Christmas tree, which then the player was asked about and talked about he went to Home Depot and he bought it. He put red lights. I mean, I gotta tell you, man, I've heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of, of uh, you know, hopefulness, prognostication of greatness, but never based on the Christmas tree. 
Yeah, it's not good that that's the only thing we get to evaluate him on, right? That and two field goal snaps from last week. I think that's where we're at right now. It's We want to see him out there. We want to see him get more snaps, and we want to see if we have a left tackle for the future. But, yeah, it's just – it's funny, too, that, you know, that's a story we're running with because we've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> it's just – it's kind of sad. But it will be interesting to see if they try to get him in the game a little bit more just beyond field goal block. You know, maybe right. maybe he's starting to look a little bit better in practice. Maybe he's starting to feel a little bit stronger. Um, I think I've heard Olin talk about it that, you know, maybe you sprinkle him in here and there in a couple series and you, you know, just kind of help him out with maybe a chip block here or there, maybe, you know, the backside on a run play or something like that. But I would like to see him get in there. I want to see what he's got. But I think the number one thing is he's got to be healthy enough because we can't have, a, can't have him backtracking on this injury. Well, and I mean, that's one thing. What about the quarterback? I mean, the whole thing yeah. is about the quarterback, and he's back now, and he's going to play, and he's got these cracked ribs. And can you put a left tackle out there that you don't know if he can play or not because you haven't seen him, let alone padded practice, no games, no – I mean, I just think it's a it's a hope and a dream, and, and I hope that the dream comes true. But I thought it was interesting. Matt Nagy basically talked about Jason Peters and said – how good he's done, and and how much they respect it, and he basically couldn't promise that they wouldn't replace him. He said something along the lines of, "Well, we'll have to see how everything goes." If they get a ninth loss tonight, then I would imagine that they're going to be looking at the left tackle over the final four games of the year, and there there is real value in the idea of him mm-hmm. having an injury, a surgery, and then returning all kind of compartmentalized into one season. Oh, no doubt. And I think just the experience of playing in four games, five games going if he plays tonight, just going forward for next year, feeling more, feeling more comfortable going to minicamp, training camp. Uh, it would make the new GM, the new head coach, feel more comfortable being able to evaluate somebody like that, having tape on them, if, if, if that happens with the GM and coach. Uh, I think it's very, very valuable. But you have a great point about putting him in there and if he's not up to speed, up to par, I mean, you, you're nervous about Justin Fields. I think that's a, that's an that's an honest worry that you don't want to get a blindside hit, get him hurt. Um, and then how much of the game plan do you have to change to help Tevin Jenkins out? Can he really go out there one-on-one and block a, you know, a, a defensive end, an outside linebacker right now? Is he ready for that? But um, it's, it's a balancing act they got to deal with, right, Mike? They got to deal with, you know, yep. what, what's best for the team, what's best for Tevin, what's best for Justin Fields. And, I just hope he's healthy enough to get some reps because I really think that'll help him tremendously, and I think it'll help the team tremendously next year to have that left tackle, and if he can solidify that spot with him at left tackle and Larry Borm at right tackle, who I think is playing pretty darn well, which is, yes, you know, that that's a, I don't know if you call that a surprise or just a good draft pick or whatever it is, but I think if you can say, all right, we've got a quarterback and we've got two good tackles, we haven't had those answers here for a long time, and if you can answer those three questions of two tackles and a and a, and a quarterback that would be that would be great for next year, no question about that. And and you know, listen, I I um, I was kind of surprised that uh, that Olin took uh, the Bears to be honest with you. And I think it's you know he's going against the grain. Um, I hope he's right. I hope yeah. he's right about Justin Fields and seeing the guy that we saw in that fourth quarter, the mm-hmm. second half, whatever way you want to break it down against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. it's It just worries me because we have, you know, it was a pity in a way that you had the bye week and then obviously yeah. he's injured. And now here we go again. And here's hoping 
that that there are there is no physical limitation to what he can do, and it and you know he's a tough kid. We saw that uh, from him in college, and he's also he's also a guy that is that understands what pressure is. That you know yeah. we saw him being able to compose himself, and I mean you think about it, like he's been to the big house and played there, and there's you know he's he knows what it's like to be in a huge football environment with with a hundred thousand people cheering. Right. Yeah. 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 I think he's fine with all that. I don't think the moments are too big for him. I think that did help a lot playing at Ohio State and playing in those big games that he got to play in. But what I want to see now when we've seen him play, we've seen some flashes. We've seen some good quarters. I want to see a complete game. I want to see if he if, if the Bears can win the game because of him, because of his legs, because because of some of the throws he makes, because of some of the escapability he has, some of that. You know, he, Olin talked about transcending the game plan. I'd like to see him be the difference maker. I'd like to see him, you know, be the guy that puts the game on his shoulders and plays a complete four quarters, doesn't make a dumb interception, doesn't fumble the ball, can read the defense correctly the entire game. And I don't know if we'll see it yet, but I want to see the growth to get to there to see if we have that franchise quarterback coming in next year or the year after that, if he can truly become that elite quarterback. But we've seen the traits, right? We've seen the, we've seen the moments. You talked about it in Pittsburgh. We've seen some of these throws to Darnell Mooney in the end zone there. We've seen the, the escapability on fourth and one and, 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 and getting uh, the touchdown there. So I just hope we can see an entire game. And it is unfortunate that he's been out a couple weeks because I think that hurts his growth. But what has he learned sitting on the bench? Has he learned a little bit? Has he got a little different view of this? So I, I'm excited to watch him play tonight. And hopefully he is the difference maker. Hopefully he is the guy, the reason why the Bears win and reason why that Nolan's correct in his prediction. And, and we have talked ad nauseum about uh, – uh, you know, David Hall called him arrogant Rogers this week. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> I didn't hear and, that. Oh, that. That's I a good that one. Was, it's a great, it's perfect. Yes. And we, we, we've heard from him in uh, a 27, 28 game, whatever. Um, Justin Fields, I think it was during the bye week, uh, made a media rounds. And I think he was on with, uh, mm-hmm. with Danny and Matt yep. and said something along the lines of, you know, well, we're going to, we're going to turn that soon. Or so, you know, he basically, kind of said that he believes the Bears are going to get the better of the Packers pretty soon here. And I thought at the time, I thought, God, you know, I love everything this kid says, but that was excellent, and that's good yes. to hear. And and I like the idea that he's feeling it a little bit. So I hope that that translates into performance tonight as well. Agreed, and I hope this young core, like David Montgomery, when he spoke last week after the game, those were outstanding Great. comments. That That's Great. a leader. Roquan Smith, I hear, has taken over the locker room, being more vocal, being a leader. And you hope Justin Fields continues to do that. And you want these young guys to build their own culture. And it's great when your new coach comes in and he helps build that. But it also, I go back to our locker room, we kind of built, you know, Olin and and Erlacher and Mike Brown and those guys, they built the culture within themselves. And Lovey Smith allowed them to be themselves. But now's the time during adversity and these games and the uncertainty Maybe it brings these young guys together and they realize, hey, this is our team going forward. Jason Peters isn't going to be here anymore. We've got a lot of guys on this team that aren't going to be here anymore. Their contract's done. And they look at each other and they say, hey, listen, let's come together. Let's take over this locker room. Let's do it our way. Let's build our, you know, continuity together. And I'm hoping that's happening. And it kind of sounds like it is when you hear Roquan and, and, and Justin Fields talk and, and David Montgomery. And that's the encouraging thing is when you hear these young players who are the good players, who are the, you know, the future, you know, the, the pillars of the, of, the, of the team, hopefully. Hopefully they're the ones taking over and they can build their own culture. 
Yeah, and I, and I got to tell you, I think that that is that is more likely than than ever because of the fact that change is kind of out there, and there is this kind of sense that something's going to be different. And you would think that you know, I mean, Akeem, we talk about kind of the slow divorce that's going on. He's missed a ton of games. Yeah. It's just a, it's a pity that he hasn't been healthy. I don't know what else to say about it. I know we played 15 games last year, and, and who knows? Maybe next year will be a good year for him. But he's missed games this year, and he missed 15 games uh, in 2019. So I think it's just going to be fairly obvious that that – and he knows it too. If you listen to what he said, he, he was saying that. Allen Robinson, when he got up and talked, I thought it was amazing. He talked about growing up in Detroit and watching the, the games in Green Bay – and, um, you know, talking about Minnesota, that, like that big rivalry game with Randy Moss and those guys. And I thought to myself, like, wow, you know, could he wind up playing in, in Green Bay next year if oh. Dante Adams leaves? Uh-oh. But I, I honestly thought of you because as I heard him talking, I, I, I thought, yeah, he's gone. Like, I, <laughs> I, went, I went back to last week's conversation. I just I think he is. I don't think he wants to be there. Um, yeah. I think it's I think it's rubbed him so wrong over the you know you hear his his, his agent talk about it. it just didn't yeah. that would have been the one player that might have not have surprised me to say I'm I'm just hanging it up. I'm done. I'm ready to move on. But I'm glad he didn't. That shows he's he's a pro that he wants to perform. He wants to go out there for his teammates. And to go back what I was talking to about the young guys being the leaders as well. Now when Allen Robinson's not playing, who's a leader? And Akeem yep. Hicks is not playing and as a leader, it's tough for them to lead. You know, you you it's just tough for that voice to really resonate through that locker room. It was for me if we had somebody like when Erlacher got hurt the year, was out for most of the year, he I don't know if he's it just he wasn't the lead. You had to go to the players that are playing, and those right. are the people you lean on. So maybe this is a good good chance for the young guys to really take over that leadership role and grow into that with these guys injured. Um, and then maybe Allen Robinson, knowing he's not going to be back or doesn't want to come back, maybe he just allows those young guys to take over and say, hey, hey, it's your team. It's your team. You guys are going to be here next year. You guys, you guys take care of this. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a fascinating time period right now because tonight will go a long way in determining what happens in the rest of this season. It will go a long way in determining how we view next week's game. Another national television game. Yep. I mean, it's um, another division game. So it, it's um, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, and, again, I think that I loved Olin's idea of really going for it. But it is scary to think that the worst, if you have a bad loss, then maybe that was a mistake because that could be the end of it, right? Right. Yeah, then you're truly done. Then you yeah. then you get fired. I mean, it gets yes. so embarrassing like it did years ago with Mark Tressman that yes. I thought they were going to get fired after that game that I, I think you have to do it. I think it just it just seems so so bad from the outside. It? it just doesn't seem good. It doesn't seem like the guys are, you know, are happy and, and, and everybody's talking about it with the coaches talking about being fired and all that. So it's a, this will be an interesting game to see how it plays out. Obviously, I would love to see, and if Tom Silverstein's right, <clears throat> excuse me, if this is, Aaron Rodgers' last time playing the Bears as a Green Bay Packer, it would be amazing to see the Bears win this game and, and, and have him go out on a loss with all the with all the times he's run his mouth about how good his record is against us. <laughs> you know, the thing is, he's so dominant, he doesn't need to exaggerate. So I know. Just, well, that's what's annoying about it. That's exactly. what annoys me is I'm like, all yeah. right, stop it. I get it. <laughs> you, your record's great. 
You don't turn the ball over here either. Like, I think it's the last five games he hasn't thrown an interception against the Bears. It's all right. Stop talking about your numbers. We get it. But just go all do right. something about it tonight, Bears. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's the pregame show. We're picking it apart here on Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 of the score. How do you feel about everything being stacked against you this week, going on the road, going against a team with a better record, you're having to play hurt? What do you feel think? good. I like it. I like it like that. I like it that way. So I feel great. I like being the uh, underdog, you know. I, I think it just gives me an extra chip on my shoulder. And um, I like when people doubt me. So um, that, that just gives me extra motivation. So um, I love it. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. All right, that's the game plan. That man there, Justin Fields, takes control. And I, I kind of laughed at the idea that he's an underdog. I mean, he, I mean, I get it. You know, he went to Georgia, and he ended up having to, to transfer because of Jake Fromm, right? And so he goes to Ohio State, and he becomes the top quarterback, uh, number two quarterback in the nation, right? He, his uh, schoolboy uh, uh, rival was uh, Trevor Lawrence, and then you go into the NFL draft, and you figure, okay, he's going uh, to be the number two quarterback taken. He ends up being the fourth quarterback taken. And um, – and maybe that's all underdog stuff. But you could argue the other way and say he's the Ohio State star that his coach told Matt Nagy is a is a uh, a future franchise player, and they draft him, they trade up to get him, and, and it's his job and it's his team. Um, do you think of him as an underdog, Pat, when you break it down? Dog, but I don't for him, but – Whatever it takes to motivate you. That, that's that's yes. that's my thought on that. Whatever you need to get yourself motivated. If you need to lie to yourself, <laughs> that's fine <laughs> by me. And I and I love when he gets up there and talks like that. To me, if I was his teammate, I would feel very confident in him. And I like that, how he brings that confidence to the podium and what the way he speaks about who he is as a player and what he wants to do and how he wants to get things done. I love that. So I... I you know, I don't think of him as an underdog, but again, whatever you got to do to lie to yourself, to tell you, to get yourself going, I'm all for it. And I just, I've really enjoyed his press conference. I, th- I just think he's saying the right things. And the other thing is I love his maturity. You know, when we had Mitch here, he just seemed a little immature, didn't really know how to deal with it all. And maybe that's because he played at Ohio State, played on a bigger stage. Um, but he just seems very mature for a young man. And I, I, I appreciate that. And I think that, um, that goes a long way in the locker room. Yeah, and I, I think that it's, it's not difficult to, um, to believe him when he says certain things, right? I mean, yes. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that I question whether he's sincere about it. I think he's a good kid. I think he's a hardworking guy. I, and I, I just worry about everything around him. And by that I mean, is he being coached well enough? Are the players yes. around him coached well enough? Are they going to call a, a game plan that works for him. You know, they, they, they went to Cleveland. I know it was much earlier in the season, but, you know, he was not – and I get it. You know, you go empty with the idea that you're going to get rid of the ball right away. Well, he, he didn't, and he, he struggled to do that for a while. And now he's making more de- – he was making more decisive uh, uh, decisions when he was uh, – before he was injured. But I just feel like – I just worry that they're not in sync, and that's what gives me pause about this game, quite frankly. 
Yeah, and, and you go back to that Cleveland game, a lot of that had to do with the, the game plan as well. Yeah. What they asked him to do, how they had protection, who they were going against at that time, who was who the defense was playing great. So the coaches weren't helping him at all either. So you're talking about players, you got to talk about the coaches that need to help him. They got to get that game plan that he's comfortable with. We talked about it earlier. Get him on the run a little bit early. Get him hit. Get him lathered up. Get him out of the pocket. Make the game plan comfortable for him. Stop doing what the Matt Nagy way of, you know, doing the, the five-man protections and things like that. Let's get Justin Fields doing what he's comfortable with. And I think that goes to the to the coaches. And can they get that game plan right for him tonight? Can they protect him? Can they help him as, as much as possible of getting a game plan correct for him and helping up the O-line up front, helping the receivers you know, with with easier stuff for for Justin Fields and those two to get together. Yeah, I I um I don't know, you know. I suppose we ought to pick apart uh, our picks right now. I'd like to know, uh, you know, you heard from Olin, and I I yeah. think that you know it's he's got a big heart. I think a lot that's of that the is former his heart. player. That's the former player coming that's out. That's my thought. Yeah. <laughs> And you that's kind of felt that – yeah, that happened earlier in the year, as I recall. You oh, it did. It did. And it yes. happened to me this morning while I'm talking through my, my brain of all this. You know, you go through the analyst, you go through the player, and you're like, how can we do it? Yeah, you could do it. You could get uh, – Eddie Jackson gets hot and gets a pick or two, and somehow they get to Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. But then I have their uh, their roster sitting right in front of me, and I, you know, I know the Bears roster, and I look at those just two matchups of players versus players, and it just doesn't look good. And obviously the number one guy is Aaron Rodgers, and I guess he's – somewhat healthy with that toe, but uh, it just does not look good. And you put on the tape last week against the uh, the Cardinals, and you see what the Bears have out there defensively for, as far as defensive line, DBs. It's just not a good matchup. And I just think it's a simple game for the Packers to to tear up the Bears. And I've, I've got them uh, winning big, 34-16. I just think their run game, uh, I think they're going to try to establish the run. They obviously did a good job running against them in week six when we had our starters out there. And it scares me more now with all the backups out there that, you know, I, I really think they're going to get this running game going. And uh, Justin Fields versus Joe Barry, the defense coordinator. That's another thing that scares me a little bit that what are they going to do to confuse them? Can they get him after a little bit with uh, some confusing looks? But I, I just I look at his matchup as well, just players versus players. And it's not good. Not good at all. So 34 to 16, the Packers beating the Bears tonight. Yeah, I think I had it uh, th- thirty to seventeen, something like okay. that. It was earlier in the week, but but I mean, it's the same, the same thought process, uh, Patrick. I think that, you know, as much as you would love to see the Bears, that you know, the, the, really the scenario in which they win the game is somehow knocking out the quarterback. Yes. If somehow, <laughs> you know, I, and I know that sounds. I mean, listen, it's conceivable. It's yes, conceivable. It is. But but it is you know get to the third string quarterback is is the only real viable kind of way of ensuring that this would be a pretty close game. I I think that Rodgers and and I you know I think we'll we'll know right away. I think that um, you know we missed a week of practice. We talked about how teams coming off a bye have struggled, not nearly as good as you would imagine. 14, 12, and 1 heading into this game. There are four more teams that are uh, on the break this week, and then we'll have a, a, a good idea of how it worked for the season. But um, yeah, I, I want to say that uh, Detroit came off their bye and got the draw. That's why it's, it's won. So right. I, I just feel like if they are somehow – distracted if he didn't practice and it takes him a quarter to get into the game you've got to you got if you fall behind in the first quarter I don't have any faith at all in that changing but if you could somehow get ahead 
and then just hang on, hang on for dear life. That would be the scenario. And, um, you know, again, you know, bang on the toe, man. I don't, yeah. I don't well, know what to tell no, you, but no, make that true, bother him. Well, let's see. Okay, the first game in week six, it was 10 to 7 and a half time. They were, the yep. Bears were only down by three. And then the second half happened. Obviously, the, the, the Packers became the Packers. So maybe that's encouraging. But the other one, too, is you want, you're talking about if you want to knock Aaron Rodgers out, it could happen. The Bears' best player on defense right now, Robert Quinn, is going against yep. a third-string left tackle. That could be one. It's just he beats him, gets a clean shot on him, and you know knocks him out of the game. So if that's what you're hoping for, I think that's a way that could, could happen. But also, I think the Packers and Matt LaFleur aren't dumb. They're going to probably help out the third-string left tackle and, <laughs> and take care of Robert Quinn a little bit with chip help and tight end help yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. you hope they don't. But that's a way it could happen. So that's, that's just the, the way to look at this game and say, hey, you, how can we win? You knock Aaron Rodgers out, and that's the guy I think that could do it. And, and, I, and again, I, you know, I think it sounds like bad sportsmanship. It sounds like we're not – Giving no, them I'm just saying, knock him out of the game. Don't get him hurt. No, well, not, not career ending. You know, nothing I mean, like that. Just. But I mean, it, I mean, the reality is that it's a physical game, and that's, that if you, I mean, in a, you know, hey, you come off the edge and you get a chance at that guy, you got to hit him as hard as you humanly can. And I mean, hey, you want to blitz? Let's see one of those Roquan hits on yes. this guy. Oh man! I, I mean that that I, and and that's not that's not being mad because he said something or. But that's just that's talking about the game of football, and that's why any given Sunday exists. That's why. But but it does feel like you would have to kind of exceed the norm if you just looked at this game. And again, it's down to what do we say? Eleven points. That yeah. that's still a ridiculous dominant performance. Um, but again, what the hell? Let's let's hope for something good to happen, even as we pick yeah. something horrible. No, you're right. And I, and I hope the defense is talking about hitting Aaron Rodgers a little bit harder, you know, after the words he said. I, 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 I would hope they talk about that. Hey, if you get a clean shot, hit him. You know, get, him get him good. Come on. Like, I, I just hope that's something they're talking about. And then is it something they're talking about? Hey, you guys want to take that 15-yard penalty if you get that extra step on him? It might be <laughs> worth it. You never know. Maybe they're I, talking about it. So who knows? You know, listen, it happens in every game. Right. Sometimes yes. sometimes bad penalties are called. Right. Yeah. So why why not make it a good one? I, I got no <laughs> I, I think it's part of the game. I think and I think he has to know that. I think mm-hmm. when you're when you're going to talk like that, when you're going to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, do all your kind of pontificating and puffy chested, you know, uh, exaggerations that, that that is totally your that is your right to do. And he has earned the right to talk whatever smack he wants to. And the Bears. I, I think Olin's right. You know, they no one in Alice Hall seems upset about it. You know, Matt Nagy was the closest. He said something along the lines of, you know, uh, we're aware of what was said. I mean, okay, good. The, you know, p- p- put it everywhere. Let everyone walk by and see it and let everyone – I know it's, it's high school nonsense, but guess what? You know, the guy is challenging your manhood. He's challenging you mm-hmm. as a player, and you better respond, period, end of story. I don't expect they'll be able to win in the long run, but I think that you got to make this a street fight. you got to make this a tough, no-nonsense game. you got to run the ball down their throats, and you got to try to beat them up a little while you do it. Agreed, and, and it's embarrassing, and it's embarrassing when he yes. said that. I think that's that's the thing is when you hear that as a player, you're like, dang. And it hurts because it's true. He has owned you statistically, but what can you do about it? 
I don't know how much they can do about it because they don't have the talent to win. The biggest thing you can do is win, right? We're talking about knocking them out of the game or, or hitting them hard or trying to get back at them at a, at a you know, sack or something like that. Or, But the biggest way and the best way is to win, but the darn Bears just aren't good enough to do that right now, in my opinion. And that's what also makes it harder to hear him say that. Because if you, if you had a team that are like, hey, maybe we can just win this week, We'll get back at him. We can change the score on him or whatever, but it just does not. It just it feels horrible. You look at this Bears team, you're like, we don't have a chance. We don't have a chance to get back at him, and we're going to get owned again. Yeah, and I think one of the things that really is upsetting, and, and, and you know, we'll be back here after the game so you can come here and, uh, and enjoy everything that we have to say, hopefully after a big win. But, you know, this, this, this really sticks in my craw. Matt Nagy, one in six as a head coach against the oh. Packers. Ryan Pace, Two and eleven as a GM against the Packers. George McCaskey, since taking over as chairman, three and eighteen. This is this is not recent. This is not new. This has been going on way too long. It's time to do something about it. Yeah, it is. And when I heard that this week, I did three and eighteen. That that gets people fired. But I guess you can't fire the the owner, no. which is you right. can't do that. But that. Those numbers are staggering. It's just, and that's embarrassing. Again, go back to the word embarrassing. And you just hope now with who we have up there at quarterback and maybe some of these young guys, things can start changing. But unfortunately, tonight does not seem like it's going to happen. Show some pride, Bears. We'll be back here right after the game. He's Patrick Manley. You got to love Ole Krutz picking the Bears. And uh, and I'm Mully. Thanks a ton for listening. Presented by Bet Rivers, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Go ahead, download the Bet Rivers app today. I want to thank uh, a Brandon Fryer for his great work. Uh, I really appreciate everything he did for us today. Uh, really wonderful stuff. And we, Brandon will be with us when we get back here. So make sure you tune in. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 